This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Blackened Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Blackened. This is Diana Duwop, and you are listening to the Elijah Bailey Podcast. Thanks for downloading the Elijah Bailey Show from iTunes or BlackStudios.com. And here's a word from some of the folks that make it possible for you to hear this show for free every Thursday. Providing bankruptcy services throughout the state of Oklahoma, Bowler & Associates is a bankruptcy law firm based in Midwest City, Oklahoma. Their mission is to relieve you from threat of debt collectors, garnishments, repossessions, tax levies, foreclosures, and much more. Backed by more than 20 years of experience in the legal field, they excel in finding the quickest, most effective, and most affordable solution to all your legal and financial troubles. You can find them at Bowler Law on Facebook and also visit the website at www.bowlerlawfirm.com. Reach them at 405-733-3000. Email them at bankruptcy at bowlerandassociates.com. Looking for your voice to be heard? Have a passion and want to share it with those of a common mindset? Have a business or brand that needs to get the word out but don't know where to advertise? Contact Blacken Studios, a full-spectrum, cutting-edge podcast studio that services clients from all over the country. Blacken Studios offers you more than just a podcast. We offer you an experience. In-house production from audio-video recording, editing, marketing, advertisement, and exposure with over thousands of people listening weekly. Black & Studios doesn't hesitate to back local businesses. So when you want your voice heard, Black & Studios has your back. Search Black & Studios on all social platforms. Email at podcast at blackandstudios.com or visit us at blackandstudios.com. And remember, it's Black & What is up, everybody? Let me see if I'm if I'm spiking. Am I spiking? And let's go ahead and then turn down this uh, Gogeta, the Broly music. Shout out to Rifty Beats uh, for providing the beats today. Let's uh, turn this back a bit. There we go. Like it's weird. My audio is like just adjusting. So if you if it sounds like it's a little bit lower. Turn up your headphones, turn up your volume. If it sounds like it's a little bit high, turn it down. Um, but I'm trying to adjust it on the fly. Today we're starting just a little bit late, so sorry, folks. Let's start this in perfect fashion. And three, two, one. Welcome back to Oklahoma's favorite podcast from God's Own Wood, The Elijah Bailey Show. But today is special. This is the fourth week of the month, so you know that means it is the Bailey Bugle. We hit it rapid fire style and i think we've done that at least once or twice out of the 276 episodes that we've done but i thank you guys for joining me whether you're watching live on facebook gaming uh at ejb gaming that's edge b gaming or if you're watching on twitch.tv forward slash uh elijah underscore 5000 we thank you for tuning in for the show today 
And I got to give a shout out to uh, Alien Elements, our last and latest follower. Got us to our 250 follower mark. So we're excited. This is amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, all of our followers that watch during the streams, whether it's us playing Fall Guys, Stardew Valley, or me myself playing you know, Dragon Ball Z Fighters with Buck or Tekken 7 with Monica. Um, and I'll start, I'm getting ready to start playing Apex Legends with uh, Jstone812. Thank you guys for following. Thank you guys, everybody that, su- that subs, uh, sends stars, that shares, that likes. We really just appreciate it because you don't have to do any of that stuff. And it just helps the show continue to grow. We've been doing this for such a long time. Uh, I enjoy doing it. And I want to keep doing it. So let's dive in today's show. It's the Bailey Bugle. The Buck was supposed to be here, Buckety himself, but something happened. I don't know what it is. Uh, we had a crazy night last night. I worked the full shift and that was some bullshit, uh, and got in this morning and passed the fuck out. So I'm kind of refreshed, but I'm about to finish eating my, uh, teriyaki bowl, which I got from, what is it? Teriyaki madness. Pretty nice. They give you really clean proteins to put in. I always get steam white rice. And so Jeff's kiss. But let's not digress. If you're new to the show and you haven't been here before, you haven't seen anything before at all from the Elijah Bailey show um, or the Bailey Bugle. Each week, the first week of the month, we cover comics. Second week is anime. Third week is video game. The fourth week, like this week, is the Bailey Bugle. And then if there's a fifth week, it's just whatever we want to cover. Uh, today, there's a lot of stuff that happened. I wanted the Buckety to be here because he finished Loki, so I wanted to talk about that. Uh, we're caught up. Not all the way caught up. I'm still still a little behind on Tokyo Revengers, but I'm reading the manga now. I'm like 98 chapters in out of 219. I hope to finish this week. Um, but let's dive into this stuff first. Now, in the show, we have our news segment. We have our uh, Tayose or the the diversity is what that means. Our black character that we celebrate from whether anime, comics, or whatever. Then I round out the show in our third segment with anime and manga of the month. And um, this week we got a trailer, and the trailer came out, and it just kind of solidified what what is to come, what could be, if that makes sense. And one of the things that I really enjoyed about this is I've learned a little bit because the Eternals was not something that I was into. It's not a comic that I really got into. It looked kind of, you know, for me at the time, kind of old. And it still just is one of those older titles, even though there have been um, reboots of the branding. Uh, I just never got into it. So the things I've heard from like Comic Storian and, and some of the, the YouTubers that cover comics and they explain those characters, which I highly recommend you guys do. The Eternals seem to be very um, uh, multiversal, if you will. Kind of like Dragon Ball started with Goku just on Earth, just being a martial artist. Then Dragon Ball Z it was more kind of traveling between Earth and different planets. And now Super is like the universe. That's how I feel like those characters are. You have the the heroes for hire, and they're Luke Cage, Iron Fist on the ground. Then you have Avengers that do travel to other planets, and then you have the Eternals, and which are going to have the Celestials in it and the Deviants. What? Well, why am I even waiting any any longer? Let's go ahead and do this. Let's pull this trailer up and let's jump right into it. Uh, it's it's super interesting how they did it. Salma Hayek rides up and she's talking about um, some of the things that have happened to cause. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you what uh, they have out right now is the official uh, synopsis or premise for the film. Um, after the return 
of half of the population in Avengers Endgame. This ignites the emergence. The Eternals are an immortal alien race created by the Celestials who have secretly lived on Earth for over 7,000 years. They reunite to protect humanity from their evil counterparts. Excuse me. Their evil counterparts, the Deviants. Now, um... Let's let's continue. Uh, Eternals is an upcoming superhero film from Marvel Comics. Uh, I was trying to see if it gave any um, comic background information. This is still just talking about the film and you know the production process of that. So uh, the things that I found out about the Eternals, which we're watching the trailer now, are uh, the best way to say is the Celestials are intergalactic beings that are scientists basically they could travel around the universe doing genetic experiments on different planets to create a stronger populace um and i think it's 19 cycles i'm not sure but every experiment has a certain time frame once that time frame is reached no matter if they reach a good conclusion or not the experiments terminate it so in the comics, the Celestials created the human race, but there's three variant forms. You have the Eternals, which are the perfect version of humans. You have humans themselves that do have different genetic mutations. So, And I've explained this before on different podcasts, and me and Buck have talked about it. Um, the humans, our human race, what if there's something that triggers our genetics, like the Inhumans or Spider-Man um, or the X-Men, if there's something that trig- triggers the, that genetic mutation to release, then you have essentially what the, the Celestials want to create a super being that has greater power. They don't know what kind of power ability they're going to have, and then you get to see the fruits of that power as that person grows and, and does what they do with it. Now, whether they're good or evil... That's out of the point. Then you have the Deviants. And if you're watching this trailer now, you're seeing Angelina Jolie right now. Um, I need to pull this back up. I need to figure out the the, the names of all the Eternals. But it, it really reminded me of kind of like the boys in Man of Steel, just watching this trailer. But you see those Deviants are more creature-like. Now, Thanos is a Deviant. His his skin, his coloration, he has this brute force, this brawn where Eternals are a little bit... They, they have strength, they have poise, they have elegance. The, the movie releases November the 5th, but with that being said, the Celestials have the Deviants, which I think because they got into a war with the Eternals, they got cast off into the center of the Earth or a center of some planet. Um, and you guys correct me, put it in chat, I'm not clear with the full eternal story so go ahead and throw that in there but i do know that the eternals essentially find out that they are being used by the celestials just as kind of like herders of cattle just to keep the humans there just to watch experimentation um, make sure nothing interferes with it because the celestials have the ability to kill the eternals even though they're essentially eternal they can end their life right uh, the the Celestials are so strong that they have, because uh, Odin and the rest of them live in this world, right? Uh, with Thor's crossed over with the Avengers. Now, Odin and them used to travel back to Earth, but it caused so much, uh, so much um, just augmentation to the experiment. That the Celestial stepped in and said, hey, Odin, you and your your family, you and all these motherfuckers don't go back to Earth or we'll kill you. Like, that's how much power that they can end whatever's life that is, you know, the step underneath them because they have the hierarchy. I, I digress. So, 
watching this trailer, it looks beautiful. We get to see more of the Eternals. Uh, we learn that they can't, the, the arrival of this emergence leaves them with seven days to save the world. Uh, the reason they can't interfere is because the Celestials will kill them. And what it'll do, excuse me, they get a little Vegeta here. They'll go ahead and terminate the experiment, terminate the Eternals, and then they'll start it all over from scratch again to go the 19 cycles until it finishes. So they don't care. They'll restart the experiment to try to get the purest results uh, no matter what. So it kind of ties the Eternals' hands you know, behind their back. But they're taking a stand to, to protect humanity, stand against the Deviants, and I'm thinking Etern- or the Celestials because we saw two of them, even though that could just be the origins of the Eternals and the origins of so on and so forth. This creates a bigger world for Marvel, and I think this expands our world past what we saw in Loki and towards um, what we're we're going to see in Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness, and Quantumanium, uh, which is Ant-Man 3, and so on and so forth. So that's why this is amazing to me. I love it. It gave me more than, than we saw before. We got to see some action. We got to see more characters, and I'm excited for it. So hopefully I wasn't rambling on too much, uh, and he understood something about the Eternals, but I'm excited about that. Um, the next thing that I want to go into is I hadn't seen anything about this in a while. So I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I don't know what happened. Maybe they lost funding. Maybe it got pushed back because of COVID, but we got this fucking amazing gameplay trailer of black myth. Um, hang on black myth Wukong, which is, uh, the upcoming action R- RPG by the Chinese indie developer game science based on the 16th century Chinese novel journey to the West, which you all know very well, uh, because it's based like Goku dragon ball is highly based around that. We see a lot of stuff with the monkey King. Uh, there's monkey King monkey kid coming from Legos. There's a lot of shit. So this is the gameplay trailer. This looks fucking phenomenal. This is amazing. Um, the game has been described as Souls-like. The player controls Sun Wukong, also known as the Monkey King, to fight through an assortment of enemies with abilities to trans uh, with abilities to transform into flying insects and or a giant monster. Now, I think the last, and this is just uh, again so fucking beautiful. The last thing that I saw about this, they were talking about how Sun King is actually going to be going through he he is going through his journey and you're gonna see and relive the tales of him getting some of the things he has like why he has the restrainment band on his head talking about how he learns to transform into the animals uh learning um using the power pole i always like saying power pole because goku uses it and and just talk about his journeys and adventures until he gets to his point and i feel like it's going to be kind of like ashura's wrath a little bit where you can play stuff in the future go to the past and then go through the present but look at this like one thing nasty looking villains are always the best like i was thinking about this as i listened to the last of us part two uh, soundtrack last night i love going through and seeing the, the creepers and the crawlers and all that shit uh creep like just having that deformed body and coming out of like uh pieces of the wall or being attached to it's just amazing but look at this like the snow it, it's reminiscent of the ghost of shishima because of the era that it's in it's very um sci-fi-ish just the feel of it but look at that a wind strike 
this looks phenomenal and i'm i'm excited to play it but i'm also trying to get a ps5 or xbox one now me and buck was talking about this we haven't heard shit about xbox one uh, or xbox series x or s in forever like when i do the um monthly releases i'm just talking about what's dropping for those series but i haven't really heard about it you know where they are in production ps5 right now i heard people are pissed that uh walmart put out a restock deal that was inaccurate and uh, i'm just waiting until like we it's not a topic anymore if we're going to get these systems but when i do this is going to be one of them you guys will watch it here on the channel as you watch i'll be playing this black myth uh wukong sun wukong ah, the legend of the monkey king uh, this is amazing. Now, this video, we're not going to play the whole thing. It goes on 12 minutes. Uh, you guys can check it out yourself. This comes from IGN. But that's a title that I'm super excited for and I'm ready to get in my life. Uh, what next do I have for you uh, before we take our break? Um, let's go ahead and talk about... Oh, did I get a picture? No, I didn't get a picture, but... We're just going to pull this up. We're going to talk about Talia Say, our character for this month. Let's go into it. We, I watched and reviewed this uh, anime on here on a little bit of anime. We're going to talk about Yasuke, the Black Samurai, who this series is based off of. And I do believe that we're getting a second season. Yasuke was a man of African origin who served as a retainer under the Japanese Daimyo Oda Nobunaga. And we talked about the Cinnamon Odu Nobunaga series. We talked about the uh, Netflix series. If you guys haven't watched it, watch that shit because it goes into Oda's life and how crazy this motherfucker was. But in 1579, Yasuke arrived in Japan as a slave of the Italian Jesuit missionary Alexandro Valenganino. Visitor of uh, missions in the Indies and India, Yasuke was one of several Africans to have come with the Portuguese to Japan during the uh, non-bond trade and is thought to by, thought by some to have been the first African that Nobunaga had ever seen. He was also present uh, during the Honoji incident, um, the forced suicide of Nobunaga at the hands of his general Aikichi Mishido, Mishide of the 21st June of 1582. Um, and this trailer doesn't do the show justice. The action is, is there, the excitement and in anticipation, and even the, the magic. I feel like they took and bit a piece off of Castlevania, how we have this science versus the supernatural. But the sword plays legit. Yasuke is legit. It's a great story. Um, and with that being said, let's go ahead and take our first pause for the cause. And then we'll be back. When we come back, I only have, I think, like five or six news stories today. Again, this is supposed to be rapid fire succession. So we're going to go through that and talk about why Halo Infinite is delayed again and get into uh, the rest of the goodies. We'll be right back with episode 276 of The Bailey Bugle. This is the August edition of The Elijah Bailey Show. Hey you, are you tired of having to hear about a hero rushing in to save the day, getting all the glory and the fame from all the fans? Well, if this sounds like you, then come on down and join the League of Villains and help us tear down that horrible world of peace and create a world of wonderful chaos. Remember, being a villain's not about one for all, it's about all for one. <laughs> Need a magic sword? Stylish new threads? Access to a video game before it comes out? Or to fall in love? 
It can all be yours. Give us a ring at Gotta Goddess where we can provide you with your very own goddess, fully equipped with one no-strings-attached wish. Call today and use magic word gag to get a discount on your first wish to be fulfilled. Side effects may, but are not excluded to death, dismemberment, disorientation, irritable bowel syndrome, headaches, nose aches, toothaches, and addiction to anime, falling in love with the wrong person and more. And we are back. Thank you. Thank you. We are back again. And yes, I'm sharing my stream. I will always share my stream. I'm going to share anything that I create because I love the shit I do. And I want you to as well. But that again is another track from the illustri- the illustrious Rifty Beats, which you can find on YouTube. You can find the information in chat right now. It's also always going to be posted uh, in the stream description. And we have links to them on the description of the podcast and YouTube channel. Make sure to follow the YouTube channel and check out some of my boys. This whole Fresh and Fit versus Abin Preach deal has been fucking amazing, fucking crazy. But we have Blacklight uh, Revelations. Uh, there's just, I'll put a list of people you guys need to follow. There's a ton, there's a ton of people that are covering it, and they have legit shit they talk about and, or comedy that you guys need to check out. But let's dive back into it. So we're here. The first article that I have for you guys. This was this was interesting interesting to me. We get this from um, Anime News Network. This dropped on the 18th of this month. Media Do International appoints Beth. Kawasaki as new executive director of content and marketing. So the U.S.-based subsidiary of Tokyo-based ebook publisher MediaDo announced on Wednesday that it has hired Beth Kawasaki for its newly created uh, executive director of content and marketing role. Kawasaki was oversee will oversee the company's content strategy businesses, develop growth in- initiatives, and expand its global portfolio and distribution infrastructure. She pre Previously served in executive roles at Viz Media, Loot Crate, and Funimation, all places where we can get phenomenal uh, anime and manga. Um, but the Tokyo-based uh, distributor of ebooks for many Japanese public company established its American subsidiary uh, and the international in San Diego in California in 2016. So I think this is amazing. I had her picture. Um, but for some reason, it's giving me an error on pulling it up. But I think that's cool. Like, one, more women in executive positions because you need different perspectives. But she has a clear, decisive track record of shit. Like, Viz Media, Loot Crate, and Funimation. So I think this is a great fit. Um, what's next on the list? Anaplex. This was interesting because I hadn't heard anything from Anaplex in a while. But Anaplex opens teaser... Uh, website for new original anime uh, projects. So Aniplex announced on Saturday, and this also comes from Anime News Network, that it has opened a teaser website for a a new original TV anime project at the URL uh, HTTP fanfare slash anime dot com. And what I'm doing right now is I'm putting that into the chat so that way you guys can go and check it out and see for yourself. 
But again, they uh, had a teaser website for an anime project that is coming up. Aniplex will reveal a promotional video for the anime during the BS11 Kaiba Chucky. So the horse racing relay uh, program on August 28th during the program's second part. So you can see it there uh, on the website at that date again, August 22nd during the second part of the uh, horse racing relay. Next, um, this was so fucking cool because this came out of left field. Nobody, everybody went and saw Shang-Chi and said that Shang-Chi was something that they never expected. It was visually stunning. Then later that night after the premiere, we get the drop of the Eternals trailer, which was even more fucking phenomenal. And then uh, this came from, I actually got this from comic book first on August 18th, um, uh, Dominique Thorne's Riri Williams to debut in the Black Panther Wakanda forever. And there's an exclusive here, and it's pretty lengthy, but... Let's dive into it. Black Panther Wakanda Forever has added Dominique Thorne to its cast, the actress who will be playing Ironheart in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Thorne had previously been announced as the MCU's Riri Williams uh, for the Heroes self-titled Ironheart series coming to Disney+. Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige has confirmed to, uh, to comicbook.com that Thorne will make her MCU debut as Ironheart ahead of the release of her self-titled series, which we kind of see anyway, because um, Shang-Chi wasn't anywhere else. He's got his own film. We're probably going to see him in some of the upcoming series. Same thing with Loki, WandaVision. You kind of see what's going on. But Riri Williams did take over for Iron Man in the comics. She's the next Iron Man as Ironheart. Um, I think she's uh, even more smart and has more personality than Tony. Again, she a young black girl, so she's going to have personality, but I'm excited to see how they add her to the cast. And this is cool. We got another uh, female added to the roster, but we also got a black female. And, it's, and a black male, that is amazing because we have somebody else that can provide substance and texture and character from a place that we haven't seen. We got T'Challa. Which Chadwick Boseman, we'll talk about this with the Buck Buckety when he comes back. But the What If series, like we've got his portrayal. But you also have uh, Monica Rambeau and in the Eternals. We have uh, it's not Gilgamesh. I can't remember which one he is, but he's a scientist. The, but he's played on Sweet Tooth. You have all these characters, and I think Mike Coulter's being added back into the MCU. So I'm 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 all for this. Um, Kevin Feige also says. Uh, we're shooting Black Panther or Wakanda Forever right now, and the character of Riri Williams you uh, will meet in Black Panther 2 first. So, obviously, she's going to be working with uh, Sh- Shuri. Uh, how she gets there, that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, she started shooting, I think, this week before her Ironheart series. So, we're getting Ironheart. Uh, she came out in and first appeared in The Invincible Iron Man, issue number 9. Um, or no, the character's first appearance in comics it was the 2016's Invincible Iron Man number seven. She soon after made her full appearance in Invincible Iron Man issue number nine. So uh, Dominique Thorne is hitting up the role of Riri Williams. And uh, let's head into our last two news articles. This was kind of cool. Um because we haven't talked about Star Wars in a while, but Star Wars, the official name of Boba Fett's uh, spaceship, revealed. So, um, Star Wars has revealed the official name of Boba Fett's spaceship, formerly known as Slave... Come on, come on. There we go. 
No, formerly known as Slave One, uh, now is going to be known as uh, where's that Fire Spray? That's what it is. I like went all the way down until I was like, where did I see an article? Fire Spray. So the official name was quietly debuted in a press uh, release about the current Star Wars crossover event, War of the Bounty Hunters. Um, you can read War of the Bounty Hunters over in Marvel's Star Wars comics line this summer. The story takes place uh, soon after Star Wars the, Emperor Stri- the Empire Strikes Back and centers on Boba Fett trying to take Han Solo's carbonite body back to Jabba the Hutt. Unfortunately, Boba Fett gets robbed by Solo's old girlfriend, uh, Kira, and um, who has brought the threat of the Crimson Dawn back to the galaxy. So what ensues is a free-for-all between the Empire galactic crime syndicate rebel alliance and every major bounty hunter in between all battling to take possession of han solo so you can see fire spray there with boba hut um here in the summer when this releases and our last bit of news this is what we have been alluding to this whole time halo infinite delays another big feature so um, and this is at launch. Uh, 343 Industries announced this week that it will be delaying and uh, be delaying the addition of campaign co-op to Halo Infinite when the full game releases later this year. While this omission was one of the uh, bo- the one that has bothered fans, uh, 343 promised that co-op would still be coming a few months after the release. Sadly, this wasn't the only feature for Halo Infinite that was revealed to have been delayed, with another long-time component of the Halo series not coming until much later in 2022. Uh, this is just... I don't know. Because... Like, let's continue before I say anything. Specifically, the second feature... That will be lacking in Halo Infinite at release is Forge. For those who don't know Forge, uh, is it's essentially a creator tool within Halo Infinite that allows players to construct their own unique maps, game modes, and other features. Forge has been a massive part of the Halo uh, series dating back to Halo 3. And I remember when they dropped Forge because everybody was creating all kinds of crazy shit. There was teetering and falling and shit. And, you know, it was fun. But the, the co-op, I forgot about the co-op not being uh on day on the drop because me and my wife play the game me halo was one of those community games uh couch co-op games and that's what i like i don't mind playing by myself uh, because you know we had the time um time challenges you have all the the hard mode challenges but you know that that co-op through the campaign is something that's kind of crucial for that game but also forge now you can't create that's going to be that's going to be a tough one so for some, especially with games like Fortnite and everything else that have had those components since then. But that is it for the news. The the co-op, the campaign co-op, and then Forge is going to be delayed a um, few months later into 2022 as for Halo Infinite. But let's go ahead and take another pause for the cause, and I'll wrap up things when we come back in segment three with the anime and manga of the month. Let's go to break. Let's face it, mechs can be expensive initially and to maintain. Do yourself a favor and cut the cost down to the bare nuts and bolts. Studies show that regular application of GW40 can reduce the wear and tear from exposure to harsh environments. Joints clog with sand? GW40 will fix it. Visors covered in ice and frost with a little GW40? Watch as it melts right off. 
Save your mech time and money with GW40. Gundam. Is your communicator pad on the fritz? Scanning visor won't scan? Paper scrolls not scrolling? Well, have I got something for you. The Sailor Scout Combat Compact. The Sailor Scout Combat Compact comes with all of your weapons and tools conveniently in one easy-to-access compact. Each compact is especially made for your powers and abilities, so you don't have to worry about a Thunder Dragon coming out of your Moon Scepter. Order yours now at www.moonprincesspocketcompact.com while supplies last. What's up, folks? Welcome back, and we are now into segment three of uh, the Bailey Bugle and the Elijah Bailey Show. So let's go ahead and wrap up today's show. I told you I'm trying to get these uh, these quick fire Bailey Bugles faster. We're 30 minutes in, so uh, it's time for anime and manga of the month. Let's go ahead and pull up the this trailer here. So anime of the month is one that I fucking enjoy because it's a funny ass comedy, but it's also a sports anime. And you guys know how I love my sports anime. This is Clean Freak Aoyama-kun. This is a Japanese manga series that uh, was adapted into an anime uh, that ran June 17th to September 17th in uh, 2017. This series was created by Taku Sakamoto. You can find this on Crunchyroll VRV. Again, uh, Ayo uh, Yamakun is a hot young soccer prodigy who plays midfielder for the national U- U16 soccer team, which you see here. But he's also an extreme germaphobe. The TV animation series shows uh, Ayakun portrays him and his friendships as he forms and uh, throughout the game of soccer. But the challenge is that he tries to continue to evolve as a person playing soccer. And as you can see, here's the opening. You saw him dodging his friends. It's just funny. Like, they'd always try to congratulate him after he scores. They always try to be, you know, real friendly, real chummy. But Ayokun is just very quiet. He has to clean everything. If there's a mess, he will be five to ten minutes late to a game to clean that mess. And that's how people try to distract him and try to beat him. But when he hits the soccer field, this motherfucker's clean as hell. Um... You guys have to watch it. You have there's a character that goes around. You you know the character that goes around takes off their clothes all the time, showing some part of their body and talking about being manly. Well, we have that. It's uh, some of Ayokun's U16 representative friends from other schools trying to get him to be on their soccer team, but he sees something special in this school that he's at, so he has to stay there. And I understand that. Um, it's very fun. It's very short. Uh, anime next month anime is going to be one that uh, I think you guys are going to like a lot now what I'm doing now I'm going over to Viz Media to pull this up real quick the manga of the month is Mashal and the the chapter that came out today I'm not going to lie was is it was a filler chapter but Mashal magic and muscle which you can see right here follows our main character mash bernadette as he goes through the world a harry potter world that they put a hat on your head and it selects which uh, house you go to Uh, magic is the key well he's been born without magic and so he has to figure out how to navigate through life without being found out but he's a meathead who loves cream's puff his dad has had him working out physically this entire time just to build up his strength because he can't use magic and kept him at his house for all this time. Now he's going off to school and he's having to make friends, but he can't let anybody find out that he can't use magic. And what happens? Fucking catastrophe. 
Do his muscles overpower magic? Will he be found out and expelled from the school? Is he going to continue to be cast out in society because he can't? Nobody knows. You guys just have to watch. You just just have to read vizmedia.com. One ninety nine a month gives you access to an unlimited amount of uh, manga to read. But it's here. Seventy six issues out. Very fun. Again, very Harry Potter-esque if you're a Potterhead. Uh, you guys have to go ahead and check this out. But that's your Anime and Manga of the Month. Anime of the Month, Clean Freak, Aoyama-kun, and Manga of the Month, Mashal, Magic, and Muscle. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode. This has been the Bailey Bugle. Um, hopefully you guys are liking the tunes. Again, go follow my boy Rifty Beats. All the information is in the description for the show, is in the chat if you guys are watching live now. Again, thank you to everybody that's been following, subscribing. I appreciate it. If you guys are following here, go over to the YouTube channel and help us out. We had to rebuild the YouTube channel. So go over there and subscribe as well where you get the full videos. And uh, I'm starting to put tabs in those videos because Stone... Uh, Stone came through this Saturday and beat the fuck out of me and Buck. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I got maybe four wins on Stone for for like an hour and 50 minutes. So, uh, this Saturday, we we going back at it. Join us this Saturday, 7.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, where we play along with you guys, uh, fans of the show, fans of the same medium that we love. We're playing Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, and if you guys want to switch it up, let us know, because also my co-host on my other podcast, a little bit of anime, Monica Robinson, plays Tekken 7. She's a former Tekken tournament champ. So we go back and forth in Tekken. I am the reigning champ. Don't get it twisted. Don't listen to none of that bullshit she's talking on the show. Uh, you and Zach will get done in, Monica. I'm just letting you know. Uh, we'll play with you as well. We'll play, If you guys want to join us, we'll play. We also got Naruto. Shapudin. I'm gonna say it just I'ma say it. I'ma say it like an uh Come on. But we got all these games, Jump Force, um, Call of Duty, Apex Legend, me and Stone are jumping into now. So join us here on the channel every Saturday, 7 30 a.m. We play video games, Central Standard Time. Then every Sunday here, 4 30 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can join me for the Elijah Bailey Show, which if you don't watch the show or you're just catching the show today, but it's easier for you to listen anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Every Thursday, the show drops for you. So go there. But if you do have Podbeam, show our hosting site some love and a little bit of anime drops and uh, we record 6 p.m. on Wednesdays. Now, we're a bi-weekly podcast, so if it's a Wednesday we're not recording anime, we're going to be watching anime. Uh, if you were here last Wednesday, we watched two episodes of The Rage of Bahamut. Uh, we watched uh, a little bit of Ronin Warriors, and then we watched the live-action Gintama. So join me on Wednesdays, and we will dive into the anime, or we will talk manga, because I've got the approval for the Manga Mondays back. So we're about to dive into it, because a lot of shit dropped today. One Piece was dope. Zoro and Sanji are back in the house as, as the commanders. Uh, Witch Watch was dope. Um, Nuru, The Way of the Martial Artist fucking dope i'm loving it it's got naruto feels like chonin exam shit and all the other shit that i read black clover was nasty jujutsu kaisen is getting raw so join me there thank you guys for joining me here uh on the elijah bailey show on the bailey bugle uh i can't do nothing but thank y'all and appreciate y'all for everything y'all do but i'm elijah 5000 i'll catch your ass in the next broadcast um follow me follow me everywhere email elijah bailey show at gmail.com uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Elijah Bailey Show. Chop off the W. That's where I am. 
hit us up there now thank you guys so much listen to the tracks and i'll catch your ass in the next broadcast i'm out What's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckety appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.